0: This is on the radar with me your host Radar and as always we're talking about local sports, national sports and pop culture and with coronavirus as I, as I've stated many times before shutting down television and movie broadcast uh, you know studios and them not finishing things basketball hockey being shut down football still going on but baseball football still planning going on and baseball being pushed back I've just been going all over the place, not with specific things to argue and debate. Just going all over the place. Now, the NFLs, because they said we did the draft and we have done free agency, then we're just going to push through. And if fans do attend these games, we're going to have a less amount of people in the crowd, but they'll have to wear masks. I just feel like football, you play 17 games. Every team plays 16 with their 17 weeks that you'll just need to be in a bubble for four months. I think football players can be in a bubble for four months. And if on a bye week they want to leave the bubble, then they know the consequences that they got. i are going to have to miss time if they test positive like the NBA does. If you got to leave for some reason, you can do that. And then in the playoffs, it's only a couple of rounds, and the Super Bowl is anyway played at a neutral site. If basketball and hockey do their playoffs in neutral sites and baseball should be doing that, then that's what football should do. Social justice platforms will be able to be put on MLB jerseys. And in football, in their end zone, they're going to have end racism, and it takes us all. And when it came to the NHL return, there was a couple of teams that said no, and one of them was the Blackhawks, Is Jonathan Tate's voted against the bubble. That's interesting. I understand him. He's had all these injuries. He's played a while. So he maybe just wanted to not play, just be done for the next season. And the Blackhawks, even if they are in the shame of the playoffs, they had added extra teams. They're not going anywhere whatsoever. Now, Patrick Beverly also left the bubble, so that added to Montreal's Harrell and Lou Williams. So, the thing about Lou Williams is, he, when he left the bubble, he went to a friend, a family friend's uh, you know, funeral. And then all the headlines were, because he took a photo with a rapper in Atlanta, that he went to a strip club and get winked. I highly doubt strip clubs are having full strippers doing stuff with COVID, that if they serves food, that he's just getting food. I didn't believe him. And, of course, the wings that he got are named the Lou William Wings, so it seems like he's a, he's a regular. And, of course, if you get got to get the wings that are your name, if you're going to be in a bubble and people have been questioning food, then that's exactly something that you can do. Especially if they're named after him, I wouldn't be that mad at them. And in football, Washington professional football team in D.C. obviously removed their racially insensitive name and they're going with the Washington football team, similar to soccer that goes football club. I know it's a short notice, but they got to figure out something better than that. That's kind of a weak introduction. While well, the Seattle hockey franchise, where I said to myself for years, Seattle obviously needs a new basketball team back. Sacramento Kings rumored to move there, they never did. I feel like that there are certain teams in basketball and in hockey, who don't really sell out or do well in terms of playoffs, that it'd be better to move a team. But that's the reason why the Vegas Knights became a team. The owners wanted more money. You get more money from a new franchise, not a relocation fee. So I always thought that Seattle, like Milwaukee... So yeah, Seattle and Milwaukee, both are winter sports towns that have football teams. They got baseball teams. That I was always saying, you know what? They should have hockey teams because Coldwater City should do that. Milwaukee has a minor league team. I was like, Seattle should get a team. Teams like Carolina. Teams like Arizona. You don't need all these teams in California or in Florida or in Nashville or Columbus. Move these teams to cities that actually want them. Like, Quebec wants a team. Give them a team. Wisconsin Seattle want a team. But they decided that they're going to have another expansion teams to make it even with the Vegas Knights because it was 31 to join football in 32. And hockey, there's not enough talent to go around. So it's always one of the sports like basketball and football, I said they should lose a bunch of teams because there's not enough to go around. They decided they have a new team, and at least they came out with Seattle Kraken, where like a sea creature and a pitchfork that looks like a Seattle needle, and the color schemes are pretty water, you know, color schemes like turquoise, blue, and black, that sort of thing. Though they did a great job on their marketing strategy, unlike Washington did. Now, unfortunately, in the bubble, as I mentioned about the Sacramento Kings, I brought them up recently, that they are going to lose their center Marvin Bagley for the rest of this bubble season because he has a foot injury. That doesn't help them because they're, they're one of those teams that were not that far out of eighth place that they could potentially, you know, make the playoffs. Now, it's official. It's, it's been official with football. Due to COVID, they're like, we're not going to waste your time with preseason games where it's teams are not playing their starters anymore. So when from half the games are cut, they are going to be zero preseason games. Because most, most of the time, teams are not playing their players unless, unless it's one or the two games or not any, or maybe one if you're lucky. A lot of guys can get injured. It's more a practice squad. College players are on draft they get a chance to play. So it's not really needed. But in this type of thing where you're not having all the tr- camps and OTA it would be something that I think you need for the rookies and the new players to figure out the system. So, like, Cam Newton, new system. Tom Brady, new system. Philip River, new system. I feel like there's certain teams, you know, you know, if Tua is going to be a rookie, he's going to be starting. Herbert's going to be starting. So you got teams with either that are joining new teams or they're getting new coaches, like Dax getting a new coach and Daniel Jones getting a new coach. So there's certain teams are like, maybe the preseason would help to get everybody in order. Now, good news is Juan Soto, who tested positive for COVID starting last Thursday on the preseason, I mean, the first regular season game, he is COVID-free, and he's going to go back to the team as of now, a week later. That's good news. Unfortunately, Matt Davidson, who was the open ADH of the Reds, so it's nice for a guy who didn't play all of 2019 in the major. He was the open ADH for the Reds. He has COVID. Brad Brad Brock had COVID. So did his wife. That's why he missed time in uh, summer camp with the Mets, and she was pregnant, and they were really worried about that. But they're good. Former NBA player Nate Robinson is kind of bored because there's no big three this summer. He's going to be in a celebrity boxing match with some guy named Jake Paul, while Mike Tyson and, Ray, and Roy Woods Jr. and Roy Jones Jr. are going to be in another boxing match too, because I guess they're bored and they got no, they got, they got no money, so they kind of want to do this. Mulan, Star Wars, Avatar, all pushed back by Disney. Baseball just got it under the wire. 16 playoff teams, the best of three wild card series. All the hired seeds that are hosting the wild card game, they'll be the home teams. they are not going to be any road games, even if it goes all three. It's all three going to be at the better seeds home. And the division winners are going to be later one through three. The second place winners are four through six. And then the final two are seven through eight. Football wanted to add another playoff game, playoff round. Thought that was stupid, but that's going to happen basketball and hockey, you have to have eight teams in the playoffs in every round of seven games. Also thought that's stupid. You could always shrink it down to five. What baseball does in the first round of baseball is like we got COVID players are testing positive. We're going to be greedy with the players and not paying the money that we agreed. We want to give them less games, So it means we can give them less money and it's going to be playing a smaller window. We don't want to do the bubble, but yeah, let's have 16 playoff teams. That's more teams playing at the end of the year when it's going to get colder out and it's not, it's more at risk when it's colder out because it's not the heat that scientists say about COVID, so that's stupid. And all these teams were it's like, man, if let's just say at the beginning of the season it's an Astros, Twins, Yankees, A's and Rays, I have to add more teams. It could be Cleveland, the White Sox, the Blue Jays, the Red Sox. It could be Houston, it could be you know, Anaheim or Texas. It's like more teams to think about. I would say St. Louis, Atlanta, L.A., and Milwaukee, and Washington. That would mean the Cubs, the Reds, the Mets, the Phillies, and the Diamondbacks have chances as well with this added thing. So it's good for them, but in the short season, I think it's kind of silly. Now, Austin Rivers, another player, he also left the bubble. And good news is Zion Williamson came back. I don't know if he's going to officially play in the opening thing, which is why they added all these teams for him. And then the Blue Jays finally find a home. They're going to play in Buffalo. So that's good. There are rumors of Baltimore. There are rumors of Pittsburgh. They're going to play in Buffalo, which I always thought would be a good idea to play in your minor league ballpark. The Cubs and Marquis, their new station, agreed to a deal with Comcast. So they were able to get it in before the season started. And Chiefs offensive lineman, Laurent Devanevny-Tatev. Sorry, like if I pronounce Laurent Devanevny-Tatev. I know he's Canadian. He's a right guard. He's a doctor. He played Canadian football and had to learn American football. And he's a medical professional. He opted out. That's fine. There have been 12 rookies in football camps so far, been tested to have COVID. That's interesting. Alex Smith has been cleared after getting hurt two seasons ago and nobody thought he was going to come back. I don't think Washington's going to clear him because they don't want to have that risk. But there's a good chance he can play. And if not with Washington, somebody could pick him up even as a backup. Reliever Tim Collins opted out, again, not a big deal. He's not so many people are going to miss. The Knicks hired Thibodeau to a five-year deal. The Knicks are a mess in terms of ownership, front office, and coaching. That's why there's no continuity. They draft badly. Kevin Knox hasn't turned out. Frank Nita hasn't turned out. Mitchell Robinson has turned out to be a steal. And they just got R.J. Barrett. So at least you got two maybe potential players on your team. Maybe Dennis Smith Jr. is a good enough point guard. We don't know. But I do know that young players don't want the crap that Thibodeau has with all the practices and grinding out everything. That doesn't work. But if you do notice, Minnesota made the playoffs one time and then after since they've been horrible. The Bulls haven't been a playoff team since he left, so I think he's doing something right. Jamal Adams got traded to Seattle along with a fourth-round pick for one starting player. And two first and a third. People say they're over-trading. But Seattle defense is no longer legion of boom. So they kind of need... Bobby Wagner kind of needs help. So any playmaker will really help because they don't have Camp Chancellor or, anybody, or Bennett. None of the guys are there. So it's a good deal in my opinion. Running backs, Hiller and safety. Moffitt, football players who have tested positive for COVID. The Ravens, DT, Faulkner, GF, punched them in the face. That's interesting. The Bears traded Adam Sheen for a six-round pick to Miami. That's interesting as well. Dusty Baker, who signed a one-year deal with the Astros on um, this one season before it was announced, for 60-game season, they picked up his option for the next year or so. Because I feel like one year, if the Astros don't win it, you can't blame Dusty Baker because he's a good manager and the Astros have a good enough team to do it. The A's released longtime pitcher Daniel Gossett. Well, not longtime. They drafted him. He's been there for a while. I felt that was interesting that they were to get rid of him. It's interesting, also, the Mets signed Bruce Maxwell, the only baseball player to, to kneel. But, of course, he was the dude who, uh, because he got arrested for stuff, he couldn't, like, leave the country. So when it, the, the, the A's went to Toronto, I think, he couldn't get up. His passport would have let him leave. I think that was funny. Yeah, the Mets signed him to a minor league deal, so that guy's been playing in a couple of years. Fernando Rodney, who's, like, in his 40s, and people thought he may have called it quits. He's picked, he signed a deal... With the Houston Astros, I think that is interesting because he, uh, you know, won the World Series with the Nationals, and now he's going to the Houston Astros, who have the ch- the best chance to to win. Now, the funny thing was, I had no idea that he signed with the Sugar Land Skeeters of the Atlantic for League of Independent Ball. It's good to know they're doing that because it happened only recently this month. And there should have been some MLB Trade Rumors article, but there was like nothing, because that would have been good to know. Now, another interesting baseball news is that the Braves, after losing Cole Hamels to a 45-day DL, so he hasn't even started this season, and Felix Hernandez opting out, they have to go with young pitcher Kyle Wright, Sean Newcomb, and probably Tukey Toussaint in the rotation, because after one bad start, they just say, goodbye, Fulton David. You were good in 2018, but in 2019, you had a bad year, even though you were good towards the end of the season and the first game of the playoffs. Then the second game you just gave up 10 runs, and I feel like it's more of a snicker thing, letting the pitcher take all that damage all in one start in the playoffs should have removed them after a couple of runs. That's more on the manager and the pitching coach's decision there. But yeah, the Braves DFA'd him, and with the National League and this COVID and pitchers, a lot of pitchers going down with injuries. I don't think that he's gonna get back to the American League for a team like the White Sox to pick him up. I feel like Pittsburgh, who has no real pitching. St. Louis, who unfortunately just likes lost Mike Mikolas for the year. He didn't even pitch a game yet. They may look into him. Milwaukee has a, not a great rotation. And Brett Anderson's already on the DL. Philadelphia could look at him. The Mets lost Syngard for the year. Strowman's hurt now. They could look at him. The Nationals, who don't have Joe Ross, and Strasburg missed his first start this year. They could sign Fulton The Dodgers have Clayton Kershaw started the year in the DL. Alex Wood, after pitching one, started on the DL. Chase Anderson's already on the DL. Dodgers can look at him. The Giants don't have a good pitching staff. The Padres don't have a good pitching staff. The Rockies, we all know, don't have a good pitching staff. And the Dimebacks are ready to Mike Leake opt out. Plenty of nationally teams, even the Marlins, who are bad, could also pick him up. Simmons, the shortstop of the Angels, he went down. Angels can't catch a break. The Astros, Verlander, there are rumors that he's out for the year with a forearm strain. They can't catch a break because... Because Joe B. Genie then got hurt, and you're like, man, Joe B. Genie could have filled a spot in the rotation. Nope, he is, he's gone. As I already mentioned, Mikolas out for the year. Surgery. After Rob Brantley made the Giants team because Buster Posey opted out and Ramos Garcia is hurt and Joey Bart's not ready. He got cut already. Blue Jays closer, Giles, he's on the DL already. Mark Rabtrinski, the Blue Jays didn't even use him, he got cut. Daniel Palka, who the Sox still have the rights to. He went to Korea. Good luck in Korea. Wustakas went on a DL last week, but now he's back. Kluber in his first start got hurt, and that's going to hurt the Rangers' chances if he's gone for a long time. The Rangers got Cody Allen. They didn't even give him the dude a chance. The Braves got Shebbler because, you know, they're like, we need another bat. I don't know what's up with them. They love getting former Reds outfielders. Like Adam Duvall was never even an outfielder in first place. But he had one good year, and Shevler had one good year. Now they got the both of them. Release at least one thing about Shevler is, he's played all three outfield spots at an average level, unlike Duval, who you cringe when I see him in right field, because he's a third baseman who can make me play left field, but he's more of a DH first baseman. Phillies had Goslin make the team. Fernando Abad made the Yankees team. That's interesting. Elisabeth Diaz, who just started the year with the Astros, went on the DL. The Giants picked up Chris Herman, so maybe he'll replace Rob Brantley. Nate Tyler Naquin went on the DL. That's not good for the Indians. Roneos Elias, who could never stay healthy as a starter. The Nationals hoping to get stuff from him. He is gone on the DL. And... As I already said, Hamels went on the DL. Kershaw's on the DL. Derek Holland made the Pirates team and he started. That's interesting. Matt Adams made the Braves team and they said goodbye to Yonder Alonso. Dominic Leone and Freeman made the Indians. Elise Diaz made the Rockies. Sider made the Rangers. That's interesting. Nunez made the Mets. Oderizy started in the DL. That's enough. The Twins. I'm surprised that Miguel Bonifacio is back in the big leagues. It's been a couple of years. He and Junior Garrett made the national. Horia Alvaro started the year in the DL for the Tigers. Mercer made the Tigers team. Boxberg made the Marlins. Steve Stefani, unfortunately, started the year in the Reds because they would have a great one through five. Jaren Ruff made the Giants only because Brandon Belt and Evan Longori were injured. Luke Croy and Colby made the Red Sox team, but now Luke Croy is off the roster. He didn't even play a game. That's kind of weird. Morrow had made the Brewers, but now he's on Miami. And Brian Shaw is on the Mariners, which is interesting. Terrence Gorman, the Dodgers. It's been a while since you've seen him. And Sean Rodriguez made the Marlins. And with the Cubs, they said goodbye to Robel Garcia and said hello to Derek Dietrich and Ryan Lamarre. I guess they are tired of Robel Garcia's potential second baseman. The Reds picked him up. But Mike Zagunius, who played a lot of outfield for the, Mets, excuse me, the Cubs last year, he opted out of the season. Cup. The White Sox already said goodbye to Chester Cuthbert, and the season just started with Lopez going to DL and calling up Ryan Goins. Sox said goodbye to Carson Fulmer, which is sad. I always liked him, but he went to Detroit already. Josh Fegley and Rex Brothers made the Cubs, which is nice because Rex Brothers won a few relievers in the Cubs I've heard of, and Fegley just adds to the catching depth. Interesting. The Royals have signed Matt Harvey. That's good. He had to go overseas. The Red Sox, Barnard, he gave up switch hitting. That's interesting. And Roder Rodriguez is dealing with heart problems with COVID-19. And Corey Crawford has had it with the Blackhawks. That's interesting. Mike Zimmer signed Accenture to 2023 with them. The Giants signed Chandler Casano, former Jets kicker, after releasing El Doc Rojas. Unfortunately, for the Marlins, Jose Reyes COVID. That's another player. And with the COVID breakout with all the Marlins players and coaches, they're not playing any Marlins game until next week. And the Phillies are not playing any games till Friday. Now the Yankees are supposed to play the Phillies, and the Orioles are supposed to play the the uh, the Marlins, but they decided, you know, the Yankees are going to play the Orioles this week for some games. Also, two coaches. So that's a lot of players now. Kyrie Irving donated 1.5 million to players opting out to medical injuries or or to uh, to social injustice and. Uh, and- it's interesting. Michael Kolbeck divorced his wife, Vanessa Morgan, from Riverdale. That was interesting. Eagles are going to now have a Muriel that honors Kobe Bryant. Zero NHL players have COVID. That's a good thing. Reed Morissette restructured his contract, so he's staying. Mahomes is now in ownership of the Royals, like Aaron Rodgers does with the Bucks, because he's, he's going to be there for a while. So it's good to be with the other local team because they haven't had a basketball team. And, of course, they don't have a hockey team either. Now, Tower, Cannon, Chung, Bolden, Vitell, Torin, all out on the Patriots opting out this season. Marquise Gooden, who just got to the Eagles, and things were looking good for the Eagles with getting him. He's gotten funches. He's opted out. And Eddie Goldman of the Bears opted out. So that's not good news for the Bears losing somebody. The Packers and the Eagles getting themselves wide receivers. And the Patriots losing a lot of guys as well. Now, in sad news, Regis Philbin passed away at 88. Natural causes. He was in the Navy. He was on the Joey Bishop show. Kathy Lee Gifford and Kelly Ripley did talk show. He did Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, What's super popular. He did Million Dollar Passport. He's on the first season of America's Got Talent. The dude has been working since he was very, very young out of the military and just had a great career. Rest in peace to Regis Philbin. John Saxon, rest in peace, 83. He was in Nightmare on Elm Street and Enter the Dragon. And so he's been a lot of horror films and action films. Rest in peace to him. Peter Green, original member of Fleetwood Mac, rest, uh, passed away at 83. He's the guy who wrote Black Magic Woman and a lot of other songs, and Santana made the song famous. So rest in peace to him as well. And um, with COVID happening with baseball, it's going to be a very flux of which players are going to be on the, on the injury list for having COVID, or just the ramping up of you playing speed training, then you stop, then you got summer camp, and then you come back. That I'm just like, hmm. That's where it's just going to be a problem with uh, all of these the, the things wrapping up like that. And the latest baseball news is from today. Jose Reyes officially announced his retirement with the Mets after not playing all of last year. But he said he wasn't done playing. He played for the Mets, Rockies, and Marlins with a four-time All-Star, won one silver slugger, won a batting title, and led the league in stolen bases three times. And he won a gold medal with the Dominican Republic team, which is pretty darn cool. I always remember him as one of the best table setters when he was healthy with the Mets. It was just easy. It was just, like, automatic with him doing that. And, um... That's where it's it's going to be missed because I used to have him on my wall a long time ago. So I will always remember him as a Met, no matter if you played for the Marlins or for the Rockies. And I also remember him as the guy who... who had... They, they moved, um... They moved Hanley Ramirez to third base for Jose Ramirez, who was never really that great of a uh, fielder to begin with. So that's why I'm just like, yeah, you're not a great fielder, and we're going to push players around as well, so... That's where I'm just like, you know, if you're going to move them, why did you do it so... But I always remember that he was one of the best offensive shortstops in terms of being a table setter and getting on base. He later, with the Mets, he learned how to play other positions, including the outfield. So that was interesting as well. And also, in retirement news, Alex Wilson, the former Red Sox and Tigers pitcher, who also played for the Brewers and the Cubs, who, interesting fact, was born in Saudi Arabia and played college football and was drafted by the Bengals. So... He announced his retirement because he's bounced around from team to team in the minor leagues that he said to himself, you know, I'm tired of doing this. He wasn't gonna do it anymore, so happy trails to both him and Jose Reyes. And Marcakis has decided to renege and opting out, so he's back. That's interesting. It's no Phillies that tested positive, only 16 Marlins, so they maybe contain it to one team. Add more football players opting out. Giants law offensive lineman eight Soldier's opting out, as somebody's Battle clancer and Damian Williams, Super Bowl running back of the Chiefs. He is opting out. But good thing for the Chiefs is that they went and signed, I mean drafted, a running back in the first round this year. So that's good. The other good news is both brace catchers Darno and Flowers, who they thought had COVID or had COVID, whatever was specified, that both of them are going to be back with the team. Unfortunately for the Mets, Jake Marizic has gone on the DL, which is one thing about him is that he can never stay healthy. He is going to be... They're both going to come back. Ryan Cordell is in for Jake who is injured, who was injured. So that's a good thing that Indians lost Roberto Perez starting catcher. So it looks like San León's going to start for them. Nick Senzel and Mike Moustakis are back. That's good. Maybe they'll DH Moustakis like they should and play Senzel in second. Marlon signed Logan Forsythe after he was cut by the, the Phillies. Unfortunately for the Tigers, they were hoping to have a rotation of Boyd, Norris, Nova, Fulmer, and uh, Zimmerman. But Zimmerman-like Cole Hamels is going to be out for 45 days. So that's not good news for them as well. And the good news for the Pirates that Gregor Polanco came back for them. That, that's good for them because that's their best player. Godley officially is a Red Sox. That's a good news. And yeah, the Yankees sent down Clint Frazier because of course they think they have enough. Now, my predictions for this season are not going to go so well because of the injuries to the Cardinal rotation of Mike Mickle Rangers and Corey Kluber. And now... Cutting Fultonevich, Cole Hamels being hurt, and Felix Hernandez opting out of the Mar- of the Braves rotation. That's that's where I'm just gonna be like, eh. and the Dodgers, man. They, Felix, uh, Clayton Kershaw already started the year on the DL, and um, Jimmy Nelson started the year on the DL. David Price opts out, and now Alex Wood is hurt as well. That is not good news for the Dodgers. And in Korean news, as I stated earlier, with Polka going to Korea, he's replacing another former White Sox player, slash former Brewers player, Tao Saladino, who they decided to cut. And in other quick baseball news, the, the Pirates called up Miguel DiPozo because both Kyle Cook and Clay Holmes are injured and they brought Jeff Gioff Hartley, The Phillies have, uh, have outrighted a player off their 40-man roster as well. And Orioles have traded Hector Velasquez the a pitcher to the Astros as well. Now, usually I get to pop culture, but all I can say is rest in peace to John Saxon, Peter Green, and Regis Philbin. On the next podcast, you will hear me do a full in-depth review on the new half-hour sitcom, United We Fall* Will Sasso. I will also talk to you guys about Killer Camp and Blindspot so far halfway through the season as well. Look out for my actual pre, uh, review on *United We Fall* on Blogger at radar4428, or you'll see it on my Facebook page at on the Radar Entertain blog. Hit like or follow. My podcasts are on Apple, Google, and Spotify, or Anchor itself, just on the Radar. If you go to YouTube, subscribe to my videos for *On the Radar*. You'll see my movie reviews and and uh, and observations. Starting this week, starting on Friday, will be the start of baseball observations from all the box scores. And all the highlights and games and stuff like that. Trends I noticed. That will be starting again this Friday as well. And I'm always follow me at Radar4428 on Twitter as well. I can't believe you've done 40 episodes. And with baseball back, I'm so happy you got all these baseball news and roster transactions for me to talk about. And with basketball starting in the next couple of days, look out for next week where I go in-depth on who I think should win MVP. Defensive Player of the Year. Comeback player or the most improved player of the year excuse me rookie of the year coach of the year and executive I'm not going to go out of my way and do all NBA first second and third all rookie first and third and all defense with the way the season has been so it's kind of kind of be weird to do that but yeah next week on the podcast Janet we fall killer camp and blind spot talking about that and basketball playoffs preview and, well, no, basketball award previews because I'm not. the playoffs are not set. They're not just going with 16 teams. They got this bubble of all these extra teams as well. So it'll just be more in-depth on in who I think should win the awards and who would finish second and third as well. As always, my podcast is on Apple, Google, Spotify, or Anchor. Facebook, on the Radar Entertainment blog. Twitter, Radar4428. YouTube, on the Radar as well. Thanks for listening to another edition of On the Radar as we talk about as we always talk about local and national sports. And this time, nope pop culture, but don't worry. Next time we'll be able to talk about pop culture as well. See you guys next time. This was episode number forty. Goodbye.